Hi, I'm Dr. Jennifer, and I'm excited to introduce Generation Jams. In this series, we will be taking a deep dive into generations. That means we will be talking about Gen X, Zoomers, Gen Y, Boomers, Millennials, Gen Z, or whatever terms that you use. Or maybe you don't use these terms at all. Maybe you really don't like these terms. Let me just say I'm not a big fan of these broad big bucket terms myself. But for the purposes of this series, and in the interest of common understanding, we will use this shorthand. A lot of people would argue that these random terms do nothing but keep us in our separate silos. And I would agree with that. But breaking down these silos and highlighting the value of intergenerational understanding and relationships is one of the reasons we are producing this show. There is a whole historical background into who started coining terms for generations, but I won't go down that rabbit hole for this discussion. Using information from Pew Research, we will define baby boomers as those individuals born between 1946 and 1964. Generation X includes individuals born between 1965 and 1976. Millennials, or sometimes referred to as Gen Y, were born between 1977 and 1995. Individuals born between 1996 and 2015 fall into the group of Gen Z or Centennials. Children born after 2015 have not yet been identified with a generational label yet. History awaits their title. So that's how we will define our generational terms. So I have a feeling some of you listening may have just learned what generational cohort you belong to. I myself have been vaguely aware of the fact that I belong to the Gen X generation. That hasn't really had much meaning for me until I started hearing stereotypes about people who fall in this generation, and that made me curious. For example, Gen Xers are said to be cynical, negative, and disaffected. I don't think that portrays me. It certainly doesn't capture all the depths of who I am, or at least how I view myself. So I started wondering about these stereotypes and how they might be limiting our curiosity or willingness to form relationships outside of our generation. In the Generation Jam series, we will have honest discussions not about our differences, but also about our similarities and where we are different we can build a better appreciation for what makes us unique. As we understand each other better, we will hopefully come to recognize each other's values, expectations, and aspirations, who we are, broadly speaking. Let's face stereotypes head-on so we can understand the individuals behind the cohort label and not just take the shortcut thinking of stereotyping each other. 
This show will tap into the benefits of intergenerational working, learning, and living. How do we purposefully build and grow intergenerational relationships, friendships, mentorships, work relationships, family relationships? I hope you will join me for this journey. Here are some clips of what is coming up in this series. We have some amazing guests coming up and some really substantive, honest discussions that you will hopefully find enlightening as well as hopeful. So please stay tuned and watch for our new episodes to drop. You know, it's passion for me to communicate and to ask the questions. I think that's the key there is that people don't ask the questions, especially the ones they're uncomfortable asking. And that could be anything, right? It's not normal human behavior to ask questions, especially of a stranger, that maybe are a little more personal or a little more touchy, but how do we not make assumptions without asking the questions? So in a way, even though it's a very turbulent time and a time of uncertainty, I still kind of feel like, well, this is the best point in time because we're finally getting to the point where we can actually have those conversations and actually make changes so that there is more equity, there is more diversity, there is more inclusion. You find the commonality, you honor the differences, and you just embrace the relationship and you, and you just work on it uh, constantly. So, I mean, there are, there are people, to, new friends to be found. Um, I love how some people say, you know, a stranger is just a friend that I haven't met yet. Um, and I don't quite, I'm not quite that extroverted, but enough that I have, I always make friends wherever I go because I just am open to learning. For me, that's really what it's about. It's that curiosity and that open growth yeah. mindset. Really come, if, I know I keep saying that, but it really comes all back Absolutely. to that. Each of us are, we're human beings first. I value the human experience. I value being a human being. And who am I as a human being? How do I show up regardless of my generation, regardless of where I'm coming from, regardless of my background? How do I show up? What are my strengths? What do I bring on the table? I focus on that more rather than the generational piece. I think it's just a simple transition. The generation before will always see the next generation as being lazier because as technology grows and makes life easier, well, then we're, we're considered lazy. Well, are we lazy? Are we just adapting? Which there's nothing wrong with that, right? As the world evolves in a certain way and, and whether we embrace it or we don't embrace it is a, is a whole conversation in and of itself. But I think with the advantages of technology, right? Before, what did we have to do? We had to pull over the car to ask for directions. Now we could ask our car to tell us where the directions are if we need to go somewhere, right? That, is that considered lazy or is that just, hey, we take advantage of what we have at our fingertips? I love the point that you made that people are having more nuanced discussions because they're engaging, maybe sort of accidentally, in intergenerational discussions in social media platforms. In the real world, you will meet people from all different generations and hopefully not just all different generations, but um, socioeconomic backgrounds, ethnicities, um, cultures. You should be open to connecting with all of them. I am just loving the metaphor of you 
riffing on things that you come from different backgrounds, but you came together and you started riffing on what you had in common. And then it grew Mm -hmm. from there. And that is just such a great metaphor for how we should think about stepping out of our silos and expanding our relationships and friendships and who we bring into our lives so that we are creating great works of art and not just, you know, predictable, bland times New Roman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, If you're interested in just understanding where you know what young people are thinking i would say get on tiktok and just watch videos you don't have to post anything just watch videos um and you'll see that it's not you know just dances and memes and funny things there's a lot a lot of content on tiktok Mm -hmm. from people from all ages there's a different energy that the, that I find the Gen Zers have that I draw from because I learn from them. You know, I chat with them and say, okay, how do I, you know, use certain platforms that maybe I'm less familiar with, but I know it can help me in, in my work and the work that I do. Because in my opinion, you should never stop learning. You should never stop being curious. The key is to have an open growth mindset. Yes. Regardless of your generation. It's really easy to stay in your box and not put yourself in a situation where you might form relationships or friendships with people in different age groups. But if you intentionally set out to do that from a space of interest and kindness, then you're likely going to find some really amazing people and maybe some really lifelong friends. It's great to be around people your own age. But, you know, life happens. And this is something that I have done throughout my life. And that is to constantly maintain my friendships, but also to make new friends as I go from all different generations. There's no such thing as work and life. There's only life. And as part of our life, work is in it. Our hobbies are in it. Our families are in it. Our well-being, our fitness is in that. There's just life. And then there are different areas of life. There will be seasons of our life when one area will be more demanding than another one. And that's okay, because you know that the other areas will get the attention it needs further along. And so I want to redefine that the term work-life balance or work-life integration to simply calling it life harmony. That's my stance on what people call work-life balance. In this journey that I have undertaken with this podcast, my intention is to help us see past those stereotypes, just as you Mm -hmm. mentioned. So thank you for adding that and bringing me back to my center, which is we are more than, you know, labels. The tendency when you're young is to think that no one understands what you're going through and nobody has had it as bad as you. And it's never a good idea to compare pain and suffering because everybody's different, everybody handles things differently. I am feeling this in my heart and I am, I'm tearing up a little bit, honestly. This is, it's so, no, it's so powerful. And yet it's so, it's so simple. And I don't mean to diminish what you've just added because it's huge. 
Thank you for joining us for Generation Jams as we journey to better understand generations and how we can live, learn, and work together. Follow us wherever you find your podcasts or listen to us on 360 Talk Radio for Women.